Welcome back to the Geeks in a Garofist podcast. Today it is me, Ben, along with my favorite guest host so far, Raymond. Hey, Ben, how's it going? Good. How about you, Raymond? Pretty good. Can't complain. Good. Well, I'm stoked to have you back on the podcast. Just as I've said to my viewers before, I will give a brief update on the state of the Garofist. This episode, again, because I still haven't quite taken the time to figure out the Ethernet connection, is recorded from my house, as I wanted to make sure the remote quality is as top-notch as possible. The Garofis is not the cleanest it's ever been. I have a lot of my camera bags open. I'm planning to repack them um, into a more efficient format, a more efficient manner, so that I don't have cables I don't need in my camera bags, and I always have what I need when it's there. And of course, moving into the Garofis, I want to make sure that stuff is accessible. I found maybe like eight USB-C cables I could have been using to charge my phone in every room of my house if I wanted to. And I <laughs> didn't think to look in that particular box. And now I know that I need to maybe update my organizational system. So that's enough about the Garofis. Let's jump right in. I'm going to be with uh, Raymond. Raymond, tell me a little bit about yourself and your connections with the world of podcasting, especially your connection with the world of video podcasting. Oh, hey, Ben. How's it going? So uh, like you said, my name is Raymond. Uh, I am a freelance photographer and videographer, uh, and in regards to podcasting and video podcasting, uh, I took a course, I want to say about six or seven years ago uh, in college to introduce me to podcasting, and it just so happened to be the one random class uh, that saved me a lot of headache because uh, in the subsequent jobs that I've had after that, uh, I've hosted, ran, edited uh, a couple of podcasts, both audio and video and uh to this day i still do a uh for fun uh video podcast with some friends so i stay fairly active in the world of podcasting well i think that's fantastic just uh starting into the world of podcast hosting myself and podcast creating um i can tell why it's uh something that you are excited about it's a lot of fun and I want to hear more about your endeavors in the world of video podcasting. Specifically, if you could share with me a little bit about what makes video podcasting different from audio podcasting and what are some of the similarities? So the biggest difference is the most obvious one. So video podcasts have that visual element that you don't necessarily have to worry about when you're doing um audio podcast. So for me, the biggest challenge has been utilizing um, just the visuals of a video podcast and really getting the most out of it. Um, so like I mentioned earlier, uh, for fun, I do a podcast with some friends. Um, and I'm the editor of that podcast. And just about every week, whenever I'm sitting down and editing that, that particular episode, uh, I probably do about three or four uh, watch throughs of that particular episode and I'm trying to figure out where I can add more visual elements and where they're not necessary. So I'm constantly trying to find a balance between you know adding visual elements and just leaving the scene how it is. I love uh, that take on it. I love that yeah. you said two things. I love that you are thinking about the visuals of the podcast because even though it's a podcast, even though audio is the main thing, I love that you are you know taking the time to think through and be intentional about the videos or the visual. Uh, but more importantly, I love that you mentioned that it is important to think about when not to add visuals. Um, I think that's something that 
sometimes people have a really hard time with is getting that balance of, well, the the audio and the uh, the storytelling, so to speak, and the conversation is the focus on it. And at some point, doing too much in the visuals can be distracting. Um, talk a little bit about that. Do you have maybe a, a story or, or something yeah. that um, really helped hone your focus on that particular area, choosing when and when not to add visual intrigue? I wouldn't necessarily say there's a particular story that helped me uh, find like a barometer for when to uh, add or remove elements. Um, but one video that I watched that helped me, I guess, feel better about my own process was a, um, I believe it was a, a from a YouTube channel called uh, Linus Tech Tips, um, where the the channel itself was challenged um, to edit a video with, I think, mm. uh, the other channel's name is uh, iJustine. So they they had like a slight rivalry, uh, you know, nothing nothing too serious. It's all in, in good fun. Uh, where they put their video editors against each other. Uh, and it, I believe it was supposed to be about a five-minute video. And their video editors were given about five hours for a five-minute video. And they used every single second of those five hours for a five-minute video. And granted, that was just a simple YouTube video that made me realize, wow, when I'm taking, you know... uh five or six hours on a 45 minute video podcast i i'm i'm doing okay this is this is fine <laughs> um, i i shouldn't feel bad about myself because i'm racking my brain uh trying to you know get get an efficiency down when really uh, that's just the nature of the beast uh so going full circle when it comes to visual elements um i try not to let the 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 watch the clock uh, get me down. Uh, I just focus on you know watching that current episode, um, and I guess just really paying attention to the context, what's going on. Um, and and the nice thing is, uh, and maybe this is just particular to me and and the podcast that we're doing is a lot of it's my humor. Uh, I know what visuals to add because I'm paying attention, and I know wow, it's something right here at this particular moment would go great, uh, and then. I just go back and rewatch it. Uh, I, I normally tell uh, potential clients who ask me about doing video podcast, you know, uh, what's, uh, what's a generic, what's a, a broad timeline? What does it look like for editing? I tell them it, it really depends because if you have a 30 minute, you know, clip, I'm going to watch it four five, six times all the way through. Um, and that's probably a, a guess on the lower end. I'm, you know, I'm constantly watching it because I really want to make sure I'm not flooding, you know, the visuals. I'm not just doing too much because at the end of the day, I know personally, I don't want to watch that. I don't want to watch a video that just has a gag after gag after gag because it's, you know, it, chances are it doesn't have good momentum. Um, it, it's almost trying too hard, literally. Uh, so again, I would just have to, you know, to make a long story short, you know, don't worry about taking too long to edit you know, any particular episode and just watch it over and over again and just make sure the rhythm is good. Yeah, that's great. I love that. I think that's definitely a great way of thinking about it. I know for me, one of the things that I had to learn early on about video editing is that there's always more that you can do, and at some point you just have to stop. Um, so it's finding that balance, right, mm -hmm. of, okay, I know after, after, after some time, after you've done a lot of work, you can look at the body of work and say, I know what worked, I know what didn't, I know what's too much, and you get 
kind of into this rhythm of, okay, there's absolutely more I could do, but I know that this is done. I know that this is complete. I know that people are going to like it. And I know that the people who asked me to work on this project are going to like it. And that, that feeling of knowing when something is complete, um, it can be kind of elusive, especially if you're working for people who really know what they're doing. Um, but Mm -hmm. it's very rewarding when you are in a rhythm like that. Absolutely. And and one thing you could always do uh, when you find yourself at that you know crossroads, you know, do I finish here or do I try something new? I, at least one of the tactics I use is I'm gonna I'm gonna always finish here if I if I feel like I can finish and and, and it's it's a good solid uh, episode, you know, export it and then keep a mental note of what I wanted to try, and that way the next uh, the next time I'm sitting down and editing, I can you know try that first. That way I'll know you know if it's going to take too much time if it's not going to work that way i'm not spending or or wasting time on something that just isn't going to add anything to the current episode i love that just real quick i'm going to talk about this a lot on this podcast i'm sure but i'm a huge fan of creating and creating a lot and then you can look at it and say this worked this didn't this worked this didn't Mm -hmm. but as much as pre-production is critical um, don't overthink it on the pre-production and you know, like like you're saying, don't overthink it in the edit. If you have something you want to try, try it mm-hmm. next time. Wrap up what you're working on and be intentional about it. next time you're doing a project, give it a shot. And then it'll either work or it didn't. Yeah. But you had the experience, you know? And then that's why there's that that popular saying, you know, you gotta keep it simple. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, Raymond, thank you so much. This has been an absolute pleasure. I appreciate you taking the time to be on this podcast. And I am stoked for next time we get to be together for this. Yeah, well, thank you for having me so much. Absolutely. And for those of you listening, thanks again for taking a listen to the Geeks in a Office podcast. I am stoked to be your host, and I look forward to next time. <laughs>